Hi guys, this is lesson two of understanding the chakra system and what exactly that entails. Now before I get into the second chakra, I want to also add for the root chakra, not only is it an earth element, but the stones that are attributed to it are the garnet, the ruby, the bloodstone, hematite, obsidian, or onyx. Any of those will uh, assist you in unblocking that chakra. Okay. And so next we're going to move on to the sacral chakra. And I'm just going to pick my book up, show you the image. These are the Sanskrit drawings. That's for sacral. This is the root chakra. If you can see those really well. And as we go through, we'll um, learn the tone, the color, stones, the element, the sacred um, Sanskrit signature of each chakra, and then general information about them. Okay, so for the root, or excuse me, the sacral chakra, it is known as the will of God. Keywords for this chakra are creation, intent, the will of spirit, the will of God, the divine imprint. Its color is a vibrant, sunny orange, and its tone is D, the letter D, as in dog. Okay, so for the general gist of it, the sacral chakra is the second densest chakra of your physical body. In your astral body, this chakra opens roughly where your genitals are positioned. As with all chakras, when energy exists through the portal, it begins to move out into the physical universe in an expanding ball of the multidimensional light and energy. The sacral chakra is all about creation. The energies of this chakra provide critical energetic support for all creative acts that we may undertake in this physical universe. The energies are quite important as foundational as the root energies. Sacral energies are to be found in creation, procreation, recreation, artistic creation, and all forms of creation. From Big Bang to the baby's cry, every physical thing about this universe is imprinted in these energies. So what is it about these energies here that are important? This really has to do with one of the ways that we, and by we, I mean immortal spirit, take control of this universe. You see, the sacral chakra provides the energies that help us to manifest our will into creation. In the root, we manifest the actual material of the physical universe with its base resonance. The sacral energies manifest the physical structures required to man manipulate physical matter with our spiritual consciousness. Sounds complicated, and in some ways, it kind of is. However, as always, the basic truths are quite simple. The will of spirit is transferred to the physical universe through the genetic code that underlines all manifestation. Pause and remember your high school science here for a moment. Recall how you were taught that the genetic code, which is a molecular structure that exists inside every living cell of your body, is the blueprint of your life. 
this is true. The genetic code in your cells contain all the information and instructions used to control your physical body. From birth to death, from heart, heart cell to liver cell, it is the DNA in your system and it determines how the cells in your body look and function. A modern biologist would tell you that your genetic code contains all the instructions necessary to construct a physical body. From the conjoining of the male and female reprodu reproductive cells, known as the sperm and the egg, a modern psychologist might tell you that your genetic code contains all the information necessary to shape, some might foolishly say determine, your personality, your IQ, your disposition, etc. Whatever your disciplinary orientation is, there is general agreement that genetics contain the information necessary to control life. It is pretty incredible when you think about it. So what does the genetically determinist argument I seem to be building here have to do with your sacral chakra? Well, to understand that, you have to take a step beyond what you've been taught in school and ask the obvious question. Where does the information come from? Or how did such an elegant and sophisticated control structure come to exist? It's a very good question, really. As of yet, our Earth scientists don't really have a good idea. One thing is for sure, it's not an accident in nature. So if your genetic code is not the result of a natural and random part of evolution, then where does it come from? Well, the answer is actually relatively simple. In fact, the only logical and sensible answer given the incredibly complex, balanced, and interdependent, and divinely magnificent nature of the code, is that the information comes from some external source of intelligence. What external source, you may ask? Well, dear one, it's you. You see, genetics is the crystallization of your spiritual consciousness. Genetics is the physical imprint of your God mind. Genetics is the exact mirror, more or less, of your spiritual self. And we're all connected. We're all connected to the motherboard, the mainframe, the whatever you want to call it, you know, consciousness of God. Now, there are a few things you need to know about genetics at this point to understand what the relation of the sacral energies are to physical creation. The first thing you need to know is that your genetic material is multidimensional and incredibly complex. Just how complex it is, your scientists have yet to realize. Your DNA strands exist as the manifestation of your consciousness at every vibratory level of the multidimensional physical universe. If that was not enough, in addition to the complexity of its multidimensionality, there is the added complexity that each of the various dimensional levels is connected to the other levels to form a complex, interdependent, and multidimensional physical structure that contains the vibrational sum total of your entire spiritual existence, ossified into a hyper-complex, multidimensional, molecular structure. That's a lot, I know. <laughs> That's why I'm doing these in videos, <laughs> so that you can play this back if you need to, because I put a lot of extensive work into this. 
The second thing is that your energetic material begins to change instantly with each and every single change in your spiritual consciousness. Let me just read that one more time. The second thing is that your genetic material begins to change instantly. Instantly. Like as fast as thought can happen. Instantly. With each and every single change in your spiritual consciousness. This change can be conscious or unconscious. It can be intentional or the result of your not paying attention to things. Whatever it is, you must be aware that any change in the way you think, no matter how trivial and tiny, is immediately reflected in your genetic code, in your genetic structure. Your genetics are, after all, the crystallization of your spiritual consciousness. The third thing you need to know is that your crystallized spiritual consciousness, your genetic code, strongly influences how your physical body manifests. This is especially true during the growth of the organism in utero, but it is also true once the organism engages independent ex existence. However, before you start going and adopting the fallacious belief that your genetic code fatalistically determines your physical existence, which is a terrible reversal of the truth. Remember point two above, which is that genetics respond instantly to changes in your consciousness. Genetics only appear to be in control of your physical body, and it only appears that way because scientists have yet to make the connection between the genetics and spirit. When they do finally make the obvious connection, and hopefully it won't be too much longer, then it will be clear that even something as genetically determined as height is modified through the application of conscious intent. Even the intelligence of the physical mind is open to the influence of spiritual consciousness. The proper equation is not that genetics equals life chances slash physical existence, but that consciousness equals genetics equals life chances slash physical existence. With these three ideas in hand, we can now state the principal function of the energies of the sac sacral chakra. The energies of the sacral chakra, which is the will of God, provide the energies that manifest the mechanisms, your DNA, that allow spirit to imprint the physical wor world with a mirror of its conscious and intent. Since we are all sparks of the one, it is appropriate and meaningful at several levels to say that this chakra provides the mechanisms to manifest the will of God into physicality. Now, the sacral chakra has a primary and a secondary resonation. The primary resonation obviously is your DNA. The secondary is the physical creation. Now, of course, there's a control clause, just like any other. So as always, the Anunnaki ex expend great effort in implanting control clauses into your unconscious mind in order to direct and control how the energy is manifested. In the case of the will of God, the Anunnaki's first preference is to cut off the energies and weaken the connection between your genetic code and your physical consciousness. They find this restriction necessary in order to weaken you creative 
creatively and make you less of a threat to the world system. Attacking the chakra and cutting off the flow makes you impotent and barely able to sustain your own life, much less sustain your creative intent into your local physical environment. And I really would appreciate it if you would think about that very deeply, very closely. Rewind this video and play that over and over until you really soak it in. The creation of the unit is accomplished in several coordinated phases. Phase one is the boxing off of ideas about the sacral chakra and the reduction of the energies to an act of physical sex. Instead of providing you with accurate information on genetics and its role in the transmission of spiritual consciousness, the Anunnaki degrade the sacral energies and associate them exclusively with a spiritually empty act of procreation. Now, don't get me wrong here. There's nothing wrong with sex. Sex is one type of creation, after all, and it is associated with the sacral energies. The difficulty arises when you limit the energies by conceiving your sacral chakra as only about sex. When you do this, then it becomes possible to further restrict your sacral energies by associating these energies with gender. Once you associate the sacral energies with your genitals, you can be taught that you express your creative energies differently depending on whether or not you are male or female. The sexes are different, you are told, and that you have different function. Women are mothers, men are fathers, women nurture, men protect, women are passive, men are active, the list goes on and on. Unfortunately, this gender restriction is the phase two of this process. A gendered view of the sacral energies is a limiting and inevitably fatal restriction of those energies. It kills it. The truth is, we are all mothers and fathers, nurturers and breadwinners, and yin and yang. To think or to act in any way is to utilize one half of the full spectrum of your sacral energies. And this is what we talk about a lot in spirituality, about balancing your masculine and your um, feminine within you. We all have both energies and we need to embrace both energies and balance them in order to be in full power of what we can do with them. Okay. So it does not even make sense to reclaim a gender, a gender balance here. At the point where we begin to talk about gender, we've totally missed the boat on the sacral energies. So remember, consciousness equals genetics equals physical existence. Now, we're going to go over the blocking of the energies. In general, the energies of this chakra cannot be fully blocked. The energies remain important for the procreation of the slave race, i.e. the human form. As noted above on the control causes, finely tuned control of these energies is very important to the Anunnaki because it is these energies, more than any of the other sacral energies, which is responsible for the form and content of the physical world. Shaping these energies creates the system. The right function 
if you want to access the full power of your sacral chakra, it is important that you do not overemphasize the transmission process, meaning sex, or get locked into a concern over one gender or the other. Instead, focus on the association of genetics with information transmission and keep in mind the role that these energies have in the creation of multidimensional physical universes. Faith is important here as well. You must actually believe that genetics are the crystallized contents of your spiritual consciousness in order for your intent to work efficiently. Otherwise, if you believe that the environment controls your genetics, that the sacral energies are all about sex, that gender filters the energies, and that your consciousness has no role to play, then no amount of intent will allow for you to fully activate your DNA or allow you to issue commands through your heart center to your genetics as is your potential and your birthright. In the physical body, sacral blockages are manifesting as aging, sexual dysfunction, and creative impotence. Sacral restriction eventually and inevitably leads to the degeneration of the physical body and other aspects of your creation in this world. If there is no conduit for information flow, if the physical component of your genetic link is fading, then spirit cannot imprint the body with life and the body will manifest generalized cellular failure and eventually death. In the emotional body, blockages and dysfunction are expressed in an inability to control self, a lack of power, and or a sense of powerlessness, the feeling of being a victim of things and of having things done to you. Damage can be also be expressed in reverse as the control freak's desperate desire to maintain control and prove their power and the concomitant inability of these ones to engage in healthy relationships based on ener energetic exchange. In the etheric body, block blockages blah, of the sacral chakra are manifested as creative imp impotence, inappropriate morality around sex, um, such as animalistic sex, or that sex is animalistic, um, the sex is dirty, sex is power, sex is punishment, and overemphasis on sex as the primary function of the sacral energies. Obviously, a focus on gender as an organizing frame of life is also symptomatic of sacral restriction. In the astral body, the dysfunction and blockage is experienced as a diminishing of energy flow. Recall that our astral body is a higher dimensional light body. Although it is connected to your physical body, it re retains an independent existence from it. You can visualize your astral body as an aura of light that surrounds your physical body, but that may detach from it during periods of sleep or in meditation. Dysfunction and restriction of this chakra is manifested as a minimization of light. In a normal astral body, the chakra blazes a bright, beautiful, intense orange color with energies that stream from the chakra and engulfing wider and wider swaths of interdimensional reality. In a damaged body with restricted or corrupted flow, this chakra appears dim. It weakly sputters and sparks and oscillates in color from a dingy gray black to a dirty orange. 
Now we're going to talk about unblocking. Standard visualization for unblocking the sacral chakra. If you feel your sacral energies are diminished, or if you see the sputtering, dim, gray-orange energies of a damaged system, you can encourage a healthy flow simply by visualizing a healthy flow. It really is that simple. Thought is huge. I am never going to stop telling you that. Thought is huge. It's everything. Visualize the energies turning from the sick orange to a bright and vibrant color. Visualize the sputtering and gasping of the weak energy flow suddenly being replaced by a gusher of brilliant orange energy. See how that new energy rushes out from your chakra and embraces the world all around you. See how it penetrates the cells of your body and the molecules of the world around you. Visualize the energies of your sacral chakra embracing your body, your home, and the world around you. Expand, extend your influence to the entire world. And remember that you are a co-creator. You are the right hand of God, and it is your and our will that creates and manages this physical universe, not the Anunnaki's, okay? Us, we really can change the world. An advanced visualization for clearing this chakra. There are several things that you can do to encourage advancement of your sacral energies. One powerful visualization you can do is to see yourself embedded in a whirlpool of raw energy and color. You stand strong in this whirlpool with your arms and your eyes raised to heaven. Even amidst the chaos and the swirling power, you are in total control. The colors, intensity, direction, and form of the creative whirlwind are entirely under your control. This is your dance of creation. Enjoy it. Have fun with it. Play and create. Thank you. This completes lesson two. I'll see you next week for lesson three. Be blessed.